I have a question for you today. So tell me, are you a marketing-led organisation or are you a sales-led organisation or a combination of the two? Fascinating stuff, isn't it? And um, depending on where you are on that spectrum um, could actually impact your results, especially in a growing market like recruitment. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment. And if you are listening to this on iTunes, good for you. Um, If you've just found us, you'll probably see that there are another, I think probably another well over 100 podcasts that we have um, recorded for you. So you can download them there. And of course, you can head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk. And for most of our podcasts, you can also find a transcription. And there's reports there, there's webinars you can sign up uh, for as well. If you are the sort of recruitment and staffing company that wants to take it to the next level. So anyway, this is called the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast um, for a reason, because we talk about marketing and we talk about sales. And today I want to talk about the two together, because over the last couple of weeks, we've been having conversations with the with a number of clients about marketing and sales. And uh, one of our clients is, is launching a new sort of product in, as part of his service. So we're helping him with that. And um, yeah, I wanted to just sort of clarify what's going on in the market at the moment. I've been updating um, a, a report of ours. We have a, a report on uh, on content marketing that you'll probably find if you go and head over to the to the blog. It's normally at the bottom of the, the blog posts and things like that. And um, I was updating some data. I noticed that the REC had, um, I think think it was on their actual website, had talked about they'd just done a survey of 400 recruitment organisations in the UK and that obviously permanent recruitment is up. However, so are the number of recruitment companies. (laughs) So that, that obviously good in one aspect and creates a bit of tension as well because if you think about it um here's some data for you 2012 there was just over 17,000 recruitment organizations in the UK um cycle forward now uh, just five years later and we're in 2017 and there's now just under 27,000 recruitment organizations so huge growth now appreciate some of these maybe startups and smaller And it's important to know that there are more people out there contacting potentially your clients and your candidates. So it's a a case of how do you stand out? This is where there is the connection between marketing and sales and thinking about how you create more demand. Because um, I'm not going to get the violin out here, but the old ways are changing and um, in the in the past, recruitment has been very, very sales led. And there's nothing wrong with that at all, because I am a saleswoman 
at my core. Um, that's how I started. I started going around knocking on doors and, and seeing doctors and various other things in, in my industry. Um, now, the, the thing about this is that, you know, it's great to, to be able to pick up the phone and get business, which of course you will. There's, there's no doubt about that. However, it makes it a hell of a lot easier if people have heard about you in the first place. And that is where marketing comes in. So that's why it's important to have that that demand. So let me share a, a, an example I'm sure many of you can relate to, depending whether you are iPhone or an Android in uh, in your choice of tech gear. And um, Apple are amazing at being able to create a demand for their product. Um, you know, people queuing up outside the Apple stores whenever a new iPhone is launched. You know, you go in there on a Saturday and um, it's the, the stores are heaving. Now, I know that you get lots of um, teenagers and, and, and probably people slightly older playing on the, the MacBook Pros or the Apple Watches and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, you have a look at the back of those um, those stores. People are purchasing all the time. Um, and, and that's because Apple are very, very good at creating a demand for their product. Um, far and above, you know, what the capabilities of their Apple geniuses and Apple salespeople. Now, Sharon and I come from an industry where they managed to combine the two, which is probably why the pharmaceutical industry is one of the most profitable industries on the planet. We won't get into the the ethics of that or whatever, but let's just let's just say that they have a very good marketing uh, function and incredibly good sales function, and that is potentially why they're very good. There's a number of other organisations as well that that do that because they were very good at creating demand for their product, and uh, and obviously. You know, the, the salespeople, and I thank them for that, you know, were, were highly trained and consequently were, were very good at, um, at what they did. So imagine, let's just, let's just put the lens now on recruitment organisations, because what if you could start to shift how good you are at marketing? Do you think that would make a huge difference for you? I absolutely know it would, because... What is amazing, um, one of the reasons we love working with recruitment companies is because as a, as a general rule, people in recruitment companies can sell. I'm, I'm, I know I'm making a big statement there, but as a general rule, leads come in, you can convert leads. Therefore, imagine if you could create more demand in your market, then therefore more leads are coming in the door that you can then then convert. Because the thing about um, in today's environment, it is getting busier. So therefore, it's noisier. So therefore, more and more people. And you imagine if you are, if you've just started up your recruitment organization, you are going to be hungry. And you are going to be hitting those phones and you are going to be thinking about social media and whatever else. And if you are a bigger organization, it will get competitive. Don't make an assumption that people won't steal your business because they will. Um, that is why you need to consider how am I marketing? What what can I be putting in place that brands me as the organization that people should be working with? You know, how can I use marketing automation? How can I use messaging in what I do so that I'm I'm finding the right people that are more likely to buy my my serve my recruiting service? And how can I just generally make it easier for myself? Because as recruitment organizations now you need to stand out because 
everyone is looking for an expert. Everyone is looking for someone that's an authority. Um, let's be quite frank about it. Nielsen's data, the, the famous research uh, organization, um, fundamentally 95% of us, um, probably higher than that uh, this year, go online to search for service providers. We've all done it, right? Okay, I need this, what we're going to do. Um, jump online straight away because we can. And so that's going to happen as well in recruitment. It's not just people who are referred to you. Obviously, you take that business, thank you very much, and it's about marketing and it's about how um, when people Google online that they find links to your Facebook page on the first page of Google, they find your organization, they find your blogs um, they see your your images on, um, you know, um, Twitter. They see that you have a brand presence everywhere because what that does for people is it makes it mean that you are um, a player in the market and that therefore... Um, you know, it's likely that, A, if I was a client, I think, wow, these these are, these guys are switched on when it comes to marketing. They will be able to find the right candidates for me because they're marketing. So therefore, they must be good at what they do. And the same for candidates. Wow, these people are everywhere. I bet they know some really good organizations. And I wonder if I approach them, they could... Um, they could connect me together with, uh, you know, with my dream employer. So thinking, thinking about all of those elements, remember that it's about, you know, as a recruitment or, you know, the recruiting process, um, I, I think all the secrets have been blown away now. You know, it, it's, it's a, it is um, a fairly straightforward process when you know what to do. Um, now, uh, th there's no massive differentiator in the recruiting process, unfortunately, at the moment. So it's like, however, you know, <laughs> to be dominant in your market, you have to think about A, how do I become more distinctive in my market? And B, if I am going to differentiate myself, it's got to be around customer service, maybe different products that I use that can that can help, you know, whether that's a personality profiling tool or, or something something like that so so the, the, there's elements around your service offering that that can still I believe differentiate you um, I know it's more of a challenge in the market but however you know you tell you tell your your clients and candidates how you work um, that that will make you stand out and the other thing it's about being more distinctive so it's about having a personality around your brand. You know, we have a, a, a personality around our brand. You know, there are there are two females running a business, you know, um, possibly with a sense of humour and um, less forceful than some other recruitment um, uh, trainers on the uh, on the market. So we have a slightly different element that we know will attract certain people to us and it and it'll most certainly repel others. So we're more distinctive. Now, uh, it, as a recruitment organization, you can be distinctive too, because, you know, let, let's be honest, marketing as a, as a general rule has not been a focus of a lot of smaller organizations. When I say smaller, I mean, uh, I mean, SMEs. Um, so rather than obviously some of the big boys like Adeco and Randstad and people like that, then yeah, and, and Michael Page, they, they have a marketing department, they, they know what they're doing. So there is, you know, for them that that's slightly different. However, people do like to use smaller organizations from an SME perspective. So the market is wide open there because many people are still not using marketing as a way to promote themselves. So imagine if, you know, you start doing 
more videos. You know, you have a blog that's regularly updated. You have reports that can can help people, that can get people onto your email list. Um, you know, all of these things will make you much more distinctive than other players in the market. So I shall get off my soapbox now. Um, uh, marketing You've got to start marketing your business in a way that is intelligent and a way that people start to recognize you as a player. Then it's much easier to convert, um, you know, candidates and clients and help to obviously scale and grow your business. Because, you know, as I always say, if people don't know you're there, they can't buy from you because it's like a random phone call. Um, the first thing someone's going to do is they're going to just hop onto Google and have a look at what you're about. You know, if your website's naff or, you know, you've got no content, they, they can't find anything about you on, on social media. You know, the last post that you you added was like, um, was, a, was a job alert and that was like, you know, two weeks ago. Um, that isn't going to to put you in the best possible light. So this is Denise talking about marketing and sales and how they can work in your organization to scale your growth. So bye for now.